When you look at the top 100 cryptos on CoinGecko, there's a lot of familiar names. Of course, we're all familiar with Bitcoin, Cosmos, Algorand, and so many others. But there's others on there that we've never even encountered before, and they're in the top 100 for a reason. Today, we're going to pick out a handful of these top 100 tokens that we've never heard of and ask the bad crypto AI bot to inform us so that you can explore these opportunities as well. What coins have been building and may have a bright future? Let's check them out on today's Top Coins We've Never Heard Of, episode number 714 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Crypto podcast, the show for the crypto curious and the crypto serious. In case you wondered where you were, you know, it's like that street sign there that you come up to. You're like, did I mean the turn there? How did I? How did I end up at this crappy restaurant? Well, we are here to serve you up the best crappy food that uh, you're going to have all day, and we welcome you, Joel. Come here, Travis, right there. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. And just so you know, uh, time date on this is time stampy datey, stampy date date thing. It is the 15th of February here. You might be listening to this in the future because we're posting it in the future because uh, we have places to go next week. We want to make sure you got some great, fresh content. So I would like to start off, Mr. Sir Lord Joel Com, of saying, woohoo, Bitcoin is currently over $50,000. Yeah, uh, it's it's actually hit fifty two thousand today. At the right now, it is uh, five twenty six p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. It's fifty one thousand seven hundred and ninety four dollars. In fact, let's go ahead and pull up the total yeah. crypto market cap now over two trillion dollars. So mm -hmm. that's really nice. And the the Bitcoin crypto market cap it counts for half of that over one trillion. Ethereum over twenty eight hundred now. Rumors of uh, an ETF applications are going in, and so I think we're going to see some of the same upward trend in Ethereum. Uh, BNB three fifty three, Solana one thirteen, XRP fifty six cents, Cardano sixty, Avalanche. 4170 a lot of green right now lots of green and who knows what it's going to look like by the time you hear the show but we are getting closer and closer to the having either late april or early may it's going to happen we know this because it's built into the code and uh, invariably we will continue to see uh, an uptrend in Bitcoin. Yeah, sort those by the last seven days and you can see v chains up 52 percent in the last week bit tensor which is the t a o the tau token up 52 percent beam up 51 percent sei up 46 percent we'll be talking about that actually helium up 44 percent stacks up 41 percent which we'll be talking about uh, there's a lot of these that are up over that immutable x is up almost 40 percent there's a bunch of it like there's a bunch of them that's popped over uh sui sui which we'll not be talking about even really? popped up a little bit in the last week so man well what travis is talking about up. when he's saying we're going to talk about is you know we were looking through the top 100 of cryptos here that those that have you know pretty high market cap you got to get all the way down to number 
80 before you go below a million dollar market cap and million. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. all the way down to 100 it's still 815 million market cap there's some serious action going on there and we thought you know there's a lot here we don't know and so we went through and we and we said hey here's six tokens that we don't know what they are we've never heard of them we don't know what they are and we thought today we would uh, take the white papers or the documentation for these projects stick them into the bad ai bot otherwise known as chat gpt and kind of give us a synopsis well if you're watching the video version we're going to pull up the websites we're going to look at them and and go hey uh, here's a little information on this and now both we and you will know something that you didn't previously know about some yeah. of these tokens and you might not have heard of them i've actually heard of a couple of these actually i've heard of like three of them uh and then so we went through and, and i found this is an interesting one we've never talked about it so we either know nothing about it or we've never talked about it ever yeah no so, nothing yeah, yeah no nothing well the first Joel one knows nothing about any of this um i don't, I don't know okay. I don't know anything. Uh, as of now, um, the ranking of the first one that we're going to look at is number 99 in the crypto market cap. It is WeMix. It's a wicked, 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 WeMix. Crypto market cap of $830 million. And uh, you could see back in January of 2022, it peaked out around $24 a token. Um, it's at 235 right now, but if we look at the market cap, you can see somehow the market cap has uh, has really exploded here. And uh, this is the website, WeMix.com. Welcome to the ever-changing era of Web3. WeMix presents a borderless mega ecosystem offering a decentralized blockchain network driven by platforms and focused on delivering experience-based services. Okay, what are they actually doing, Trev? Right. So this is sort of based on inspiration from Josion Dynasty's principle of decentralized government. Who is of uh, governance? Who is Josion Dynasty? Good question. Go Google that shit. That's what we did. And uh, so basically, the, this is a uh, decentralized uh, platform and has has the type of governance that is um, you know emphasized by Josion Dynasty. We really probably ought to dive into that a little bit more if we understood what the who the hell that dude is. So um, they have good information accessibility, lots of transparency, and uh, it's a very community-driven, centric sort of philosophy around this because that's what Josiah Dynasty was all about. And uh, it looks like the web, the uh, the WeMix library serves as a comprehensive archive for technical documentation for you to look at. What does all of this do? Uh, I don't know. I'm, this is one I've never heard of. This is like a whole Korean uh, dynasty that this was talking about. So I have no idea. I don't know how my history book with the Josian dynasty took place in the 15th century is what we're looking at right here. It well, look appears... at that, Joel. It says there's explain, explore the platforms. There's 15 official WeMix platforms. Mm -hmm. There's over 60 projects built on this. So this looks to me, uh, which I don't know, but an L1 of some sort. And uh, it's got a huge ecosystem. They're doing lots of stuff. They just had a big burn, it looks like. So I'm not an expert in this token at all, but it definitely is a Korean 
project of some sort, maybe like an Ethereum, Korean Ethereum kind of a thing. I see a lot of projects. I see a lot of games. I see wallets. People are definitely building on this thing. There's 60 dApps, games, DAOs, and NFTs that they have listed right now on the website and uh this i'm gonna i'm gonna dig in a little bit more here um later to see if i can see which of these projects are big like i see this we mix play so there's a lot of those that tells me that you know there's a lot of gaming going on on this they didn't have a great white paper this was one of the ones that you had to go try to scrounge from the developer section so we didn't get a great white paper on that one that we found however you know they are using a, a deflationary tokenomics, and so they want they have a they're trying to promote a long term ecosystem growth, and so that is there's a lot of different projects on this thing, and the website looks amazing. It's a really nice looking website, and it's defaulting to Korean when uh, when I go ahead and click on projects here, it looks like they've got their own wallet set up, uh, but you can play uh, Oil War. So, yep, and you got Korean uh, streamers going on here as well. So, uh, you know, it might be a little more difficult to figure out what's going on because of language barrier. But uh, there you go. Wemix.com is the first one. What's up next, like, Trent? Hold on. I like it. it says, life is game. NFT is life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, English is not your life currently. It's Korean. So that's Next good. up, number 83, Astar. Don't be such an Astard. I know I'm trying not to. So now this project right here, guys, used to be Plasma and they have um, rebranded from Plasma to the Astar network. Now, coincidentally, Joel, this is originally Plasma was billed as sort of the Japanese Ethereum, Hmm. right? And so now they're focusing on layer two technology. They want to become a multi-chain dApp hub on Polkadot. And so sort of polka dot is essentially an L zero, you know, that's the, I always look at it like this. An L one is the highway that connects the cities, right? Where all the different apps are built, you know, and that's like Ethereum. It's a highway. Things are built on it, right? They're the ERC twenties and whatnot. Well, polka dot has those parachains and they're all connected. And then an L two is built on top of that. So this is a multi-chain smart uh, contract platform uh, it does uh, support EVM, the Ethereum virtual machines, and uh, cross virtual machines. It's doing a lot of interesting stuff. DAP staking to be able to uh, uh, earn native tokens as a reward. And they're doing a lot of stuff. Their vision, Joel, is to become an open, transparent, decentralized network um, and realizing Web 3.0 through smart contracts, essentially. So that's kind of what they're doing right there. I'm uh, clicking on their website, astar.network, A-S-T-A-R. Why would they go from Plasma, which is a really cool name, to Astard? Yeah, I don't know. When you guys become such Astards. Uh, know, wh- right? Hey, you know, if you're in the project and you're listening, don't get insulted. That's what we do here. At least we're talking about your project, right? Yeah. So people can go in and check it out. There's uh, uh, Zero Knowledge EVM, which is the L2, and Astar itself is the L1. Uh, they've got a full platform here for assets, dashboards, staking for uh, for dApps right here, uh, a bridge. There's community. There's forums. So uh, this one, you know, I understand now why it's there. 
and uh, why it's built up. The market cap is almost a billion at the time of this recording. And if this so, is Japan's leading blockchain, like Japan is a huge market, right? Uh, in Very innovative sort of a place. And so, you know, when you're looking at a type of, that's one thing that really got us excited about NEO back mm -hmm. in the day, right? Uh, or Ant, Ant shares or whatever it's called. Chinese. Yeah, it was Chinese version of Ethereum. So this is sort of the Japanese version of that. And, you know, cross-layer, cross-platform, cross-machine protocol. And they have this unique build-to-earn mechanism, which is empowering developers because they want to incentivize them to build on their platform. So they're doing all kinds of different things to uh, to do outreach to the community, to get developers on board. And it looks like they got 500,000 communities now. They got over 50 dApps already built on this platform. So keep an eye on this. This could be something that could run as Bitcoin runs, but again, not financial advice for Lord Joel uh, It appears Neo is still in the top uh, 100. Neo is the uh, what was Ant shares that became the Chinese version of Ethereum. And that was one of the very first cryptos you invested in, right? It was. So it got you excited down the rabbit hole, baby. It was. I'm like, oh, what is this altcoin thing that's happening here? I want to, I want to play in that one. Let's get these shit coins rolling, baby. Okay, uh, so next up we have Ric Flair. Woo! The Nature Boy. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, there is a documentary now on Netflix. You guys might want to check out. It's called Nature Boy. And uh, it's uh, he's a really interesting cat. Far more interesting than, you know, you would even think just from knowing what you know about him. And um, it, it's kind of a great story, dude, for real. I've it's watched a little heartbreaking. documentaries about him. And, and you know what? That dude is loved. He is beloved by sports athletes all over and so when he comes and speaks and talks he goes talks to all different teams long live rick flair baby so flair the token not uh not associated with rick flair at all uh flr is number 75 in the crypto market cap currently a market cap of 1.1 billion dollars the current price point uh, about 3.1 cents it looks like overall it's uh it's you know it's pretty new um, yeah, because the all-time chart shows what February of this year uh, of 2023. So it's about a year old. Yep. And this is one that, you know, because it launched in 2023, it never saw the crazy highs, right? So uh, it's all-time high is about four and a half cents. It's yep. at three right now. So what can you look tell at that? Hold on though. Look at that total supply though. 101 billion. Mm -hmm. It's a, such a weird number right there. It's like, I don't even know why that number is not. Well, round. look at this. It says if, if the data is correct here on CoinGecko, it says the max supply is infinite. So I'm not sure exactly how it works. What do we know about it? That's not that's not good. So it is an EVM uh, blockchain layer one, and it is all about data. It's trying to collect and connect various types of data. And uh, so they are focused on expanding the utility of blockchain through the data and it's trying to democratize data access and making it a public good rather than controlled by centralized entities. There's some other projects out there trying to do something similar with the data. Somebody's going to win with this, grab all the data. And it's talking about, you know, creating uh, oracles to uh, to basically access this data and help out developers and to enhance uh, development of blockchain applications for DeFi, gaming, NFTs, music, social networks, et cetera, all kinds, all the data. And they want people to build on it right here. It is a layer one 
EVM. And uh, this is pointy head stuff for me. Like I, this is when it starts getting technical because it's primarily, you know, they're, they're inviting developers to come build on it. So what can it do? Not exactly sure what the full scope of its abilities are. But, it is uh, interesting. Joel, when I'm looking at this, so they have the main network, which is the Flare main network. It's the FLR token. Mm -hmm. Then they have the Songbird, which they're calling the Canary Network. So that's sort of, I think it's sort of like how um, Polkadot has Kusama as their sort of uh, uh, test network, right? And so Songbird has the SGB token. And then they have some other test networks as well. So if you are a developer with a pointy head, you're probably not listening to this podcast. <laughs> but it is interesting to see where they're going. This is a dual chain architecture, similar to what, um, you know, Polkadot has been doing. So I don't know. Relatively I mean, new. Too, yeah. Relatively new. It's not seeing crazy highs. It's not seeing crazy lows. Uh, there's definitely something happening here with that kind of market cap and worthy of your exploration. You know, if uh, there's going to be some of these uh, layer ones and EVMs that just dominate, right? We're not sure which ones. There's a lot of competition uh, that is uh, happening right now. But you know, when, when people ask me what they should invest in, I tell them I do not give financial advice. But me personally, when I look at anything that's got a market cap of more than a billion dollars, I'm like, okay, there's some serious interest here. And it's you're going to be hard-pressed to go wrong. So personally, like if, if I was going to take $1,000 and split it up between these six that we have on here today because they're all in the top 100, I'm guessing that a year from now, I that the average of all of those will be up just because in a bull market, the, the rising tide lifts all boats. And unless a part project completely collapses, if they already have traction, odds are they're going to get more traction, at least in the short term. That's my philosophy. Yeah. And then also I look at it sometimes and I go, oh, man, it's already a billion dollar market cap. Like, is it is, can it 10x from here, 100x from here? So if you're a shitcoin savant and out there trying to mine the shitcoins, that's probably not, you know, they've already hit a billy, right? But that's a totally other episode. This right here is one. These are ones that have done success, have been successful. They've already rode that marketplace or the market cap journey. Sometimes, though, I mean, just like this last one, we just saw Flare. I mean, this thing, there's 101 billion tokens already out there. It's three cents. Like, And if they have an unlimited amount of them, like I, I don't even know how that necessarily works. How the, you know, So I would keep an eye. On that well, one. there, there I, could be a burn mechanism that's taking place along the yeah. way that new ones are created yeah. and old ones are taken out. Oh, right there, scroll up and said, scroll back up a little bit where it said, trustlessly purchasing an NFT on Flare using a token of a different blockchain. So that's the video right there. So they're doing mm -hmm. some interesting stuff along with NFTs that I'd probably take a look at. This is something that I probably would research. And we're doing, we're, I, we've dove into each one of these a little bit. And there's a couple of these that I really want to dive in a little bit more on, including this next one render which is the 50th overall token this is one that i keep seeing popping up on crypto ai lists joel rndr i've seen it multiple times but I've, I've never really dove deeply into it but when you start looking about what it's doing it's actually using uh, your gpu and it's using that it's sort of um using your gpu and taking that extra energy and allowing 
from what I understand, like creatives and, 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 and people to make cool creatives with your GPU somehow. Um, it, it seems like a really interesting project. Decentralized GPU rendering is what it's saying. Yes, because it can take a lot of uh, graphic power uh, in order to computing power to create some of these 4K images um, that are so detailed. Look at this this picture right here that it's showing created on the render network. That's so cool. And so you might not have a machine that is powerful enough to do that, but through decentralization, using other people's GPUs, then you might have the ability to do that as well. And uh, I would guess that means that you can um, you can probably have a node of some kind. Yeah, because GPU onboarding is yeah. right here. And so, you go to rendernetwork.com also. This is the render foundation. And so what the um, what our uh, bad crypto chat GPT version said about this, plugging it in, it is um, using blockchain to uh, secure transactions, lots of use cases for artists, media companies, content creators dealing with large scale computation tasks and real time virtual reality experiences. Right. That's, I think, that's pretty interesting. Token based economy. Uh, so they feature a, a token-based billing model where node operators earn render tokens for contributing their GPU power, just like you had suggested there, Joel. Nice. And then they could make these NFTs and post them on our favorite art-based um, uh, NFT social network, the Uncut Network. Mm. In fact, uh, I might write our, our Carlos over at Uncut and say, hey, look what these guys are doing. There's a bunch of artists here that yeah. uh, might want to turn some of their stuff into NFTs. Uh, they've been around since it uh, looks like mid uh, 2020. They did. They went and they had an, an early spike, but then they really took off uh, to about $8 in January 2022 fell off like everything else did and now it's uh, it's getting close you know approaching its all-time high again so there's not been yes it's dramatic from eight dollars down to uh 50 cents but um, but it started at five cents joel yeah <laughs> way back in the day could you imagine being a hodler and going from five cents all the way up to eight bucks like dude that's a hell of a ride right there folks so Lord. check out render those cryptos. if you find that one let us know that one that's going to be huge down the road that's super cheap right now <laughs> yeah tell us what the future looks like please because because we we're nostradamus over here renderfoundation.com next one yeah. is a, a name that i have seen pop up again and again and and uh really there's been a uh it was trending here recently and it's probably i started hearing about it probably in january when it was it made a big move it's sei i'm not sure if it's pronounced say or sai that's number 46 in the crypto market cap sitting at 93 cents really it's all time high right now um so the total market cap is $2.3 billion, accelerating the future. The fastest parallel blockchain is what they're calling it, 12,500 transactions per second, and they've done 1.2 billion transactions or more. Yeah. So what do we know about this? Well, what we know about this, look at those companies that are working with it, though, Coinbase, Circle, check that out. So this is a trading-centric platform. It's built specifically for trading apps. And so it has, it says it has a twin turbo consensus. And so what that means, it's well, what it says is it's a unique consensus mechanism aimed at minimizing latency and maximizing throughput. 
And so there you go with the parallelization strategies for doing things concurrently at the same time. This is, has a native um, uh, order matching engine, frequent batch, oxygening, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of uh, pointy headed terms, but this is all about trading cryptos, scalable, lots of apps popping up about it. It's supposed to be very fast. And I think with AI trading modules coming out here, even in the future, this could be one that could be really big. It's already worth, what, two and a half billion dollar market cap. This could be one of the bigger ones down the road. And it's what, how many total? 10 billion total tokens? They're saying it's the fastest blockchain in the industry. Uh, that That is something that can be actually objectively determined, right, by, by transaction speed. So I'm curious if that is actually a fact because there's a lot of fast blockchains um, that are out there. And I'm curious if we can actually see a, a speed test on this up against other chains. Regardless, I think it's at a point where it's so fast that I don't know that you would notice you know a difference on them 12,500 transactions per second 380 millisecond time to finality that's, that's super fast that's like you click the button and it's done it's sent it's Ooh. there uh faster than you could pull up your um your your block explorer to see crazy like it's crazy. done yeah now this next one i would say i have some of this i saw this a couple months ago and i go oh this one looks interesting it's called stacks yeah. And you can see it at stacks.co. What I saw, Joel, is when you look at the main website here and you and you pop it open, you see, oh, it's a Bitcoin L2 for Bitcoin builders. Oh, oh my goodness, it's smart contract functionality on Bitcoin, Joel. And mm -hmm. I was like, whoa, that looks good to me. And it also has a decentralized Bitcoin peg. So it's not just connected like like the dollar. Oh, the, it's a dollar or Bitcoin is $52,000. Like in that peg is Bitcoin is tied to the peg of the U.S. dollar. Well, now they're going to get to the point where they're going to have a decentralized Bitcoin peg uh, in a unique way. And it says lots of you know fast speed, high performance, versatility, um, secured by Bitcoin's hash power, crypto, Bitcoin NFTs, like all kinds of stuff's happening. Uh, Bitcoin DeFi. They've Bitcoin got a gaming. Wow, BNS. The yeah. blockchain naming system. Yeah. Also, um, unlike DNS, anyone can create a namespace and set its properties. Namespaces are created on a first come, first serve basis, and once created, they last forever. Does that yeah. mean we need to get a uh, bad crypto.btc? Not a bad idea. Before, hey, before one of you guys gets it, I'm going to look here and see if we can. I'm going to look right now. Bad crypto.btc. Available for two stacks for five years. It's available. Nice. Two stacks is cheap. Well, right now, one stack is $2.50. So for $5, we can register that essentially for five years. Now, what's interesting about this one, it has 1.818 billion tokens. Why did it not just have 2.1 billion as a nod to Bitcoin? It doesn't mm -hmm. make that, 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 that wasn't fully uh, thought of. But dude, it's crazy. This one right here. I got it back in about three months ago or so, and I was looking at this thing right around a dollar. It was in December. I got it right about a dollar, and it's been going on a ride right now. Again, not financial advice. I just thought, wow, basically using the smart contract functionality of Ethereum on top of Bitcoin, like that seems to me to be something that could be good, right? Well, and what I discovered is that if you have an Xverse wallet, which I do because that's how uh, I've minted the ordinals, that I've created, you can go in here and uh, you can just connect that wallet 
Um, and I guess I need to get some stacks in order to uh, to capture this uh, this address. I wonder if I can buy the stacks automatically with uh, with Bitcoin. Don't know, uh -huh. but we will have that acquired by the time this show goes live on probably Monday or Tuesday, whenever that is, or Sunday, whenever it does go live. So there you go. We'll let you figure that out there, Mister Shalorjolcom. Yeah. And, so don't don't uh, take don't take our bad crypto BTC thing. Yeah, you you guys. Don't be squatting on our things, you guys. It's not cool. I'm gonna have to stuff, not have you do that to. Why are you like this to us, you guys? Hey, I hope you guys found that interesting. You know, we um, it's been a long time since we explored some of these other tokens. Sometimes in the past, we've done like crypto roulette where we just spin a randomizer and end up on a token and talk about it. But uh, we thought if they're in the top 100, odds are that they're worth at the very least exploring. And uh, this makes me want to go look at a few of them even closer and, and uh, maybe move a few dollars into them. I like if, this, Joel. This was a fun. This is fun. I like because we're going in and we're exploring. We're not just seeing the same thing over and over again. Maybe the next time we do one of these, we do tokens between 100 and 200 or something, right? We kind of just go through and we do, we'll go up to 300. We'll kind of pick out, we'll each pick out two or three. We'll talk about them like this. Have a nice little fun extra episode along the way. And I uh, hope you guys find some value in that. At least get your brain going a little bit to do a little exploring on your own because we don't, well, I'm not telling you to buy any of these. I'm saying, hey, go look at these. Other people are doing these. Almost every one of these is worth over a billion dollars in market cap. Like, right? It's crazy, the space. And with Bitcoin hitting 50,000 plus and onwards, uh, the rest of these tokens are going to pop. We're going to see a time, in my estimation here, probably within the next nine months 10 12 months we're going to see probably 150 the top 150 are going to be a billion dollars or more and i would say this i will say this joel by the end of december of this year there'll be over 150 cryptos worth over a billion dollars oh snap geo yep it's gonna be fun to watch guys thanks for joining us on the ride while you listen to this this episode comes out we will both be in uh, unknown parts doing things that are unknown to you but known to us uh, while we're gone. We hope that you remember to stay back. The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.